0: Thank you Creech. I'm John, and uh, we're gonna be talking about some WandaVision today. Um, so we're recording this on Friday, March 12th, yep. uh, 2021, and uh, this is a week after WandaVision's finale, and they just released the making of WandaVision, which we've both watched today. That was awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. Um, I. Guess I didn't realize that the first episode was actually filmed in front of a live studio audience.
1: Oh, you didn't know that?
0: That's what it was called. No, I did not know that. So.
1: Yeah, so I believe before COVID, PC, um, they had they had announced WandaVision. And they were like, "Yeah, we're going to it's going to be half sitcom, half horror slash action Marvel show." And mm-hmm. when they announced that, they then In Atlanta, which you're kind of close to, they then did post out flyers saying, hey, we need people to be a part of this live studio audience, which uh, I I think I had a friend try to get into one, but he was, he didn't get in, so he didn't get to watch
0: that. Yeah, that, that was super neat though. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought all of it was really, really cool. Uh, one big sad part, I guess, that I noticed there was, uh, it was in the early part of it, uh, Agatha was, there, there, she was, I think it was just when Catherine Hahn had started, uh, like talking about, you know, how she was doing WandaVision and stuff. And, uh, you know, they they were showing a recording of her, I guess, at the beginning or end of Agatha all along, and she throws Sparky, and I'm very sad that that did not make it to the final cut. Because um, that was. That would have just been fantastic.
1: I think it. I mean, there's a point where you become, like, so evil that it's unbelievable. And, like, I don't know. If she threw Sparky, like, it's still. They they probably gave her a, like, stuffed animal doll, right? Of course. Because no animals were harmed in the making of this film, or show, or whatever. So. When she has that doll, she has to still pretend like this has weight. This is a creature. But if it's an outtake, like, sure, throw it over your shoulder. Who cares?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Part of that acting thing is making sure that, you know, you treat that animal, even though it feels like nothing, as if it has that weight. And I know you can't see me, Andrew, but I am, like, pretending to hold a dog and, like, like, pushing my shoulders over to show, like, this has... This invisible dog in my hands has weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Yeah, yeah she... I just
0: think it would have added to her evilness and just like how inherently she is not a good person. Is she?
1: So I know we were we both watched uh the making of WandaVision today. But last night I was I rewatched the finale with a friend of mine, uh, and we started watching. I want to say episode six. We started watching all of them together. Um, mm-hmm. and you know then we tried to get every Friday, but her schedule and mine just sometimes didn't mix well. So we would find some day to watch that next episode together, and it ended up we watched last night the finale and agatha i and you kind of mentioned this last week and i kind of cuz behind the screen a little bit guys we we tried it once and we uh had some personal stuff come up so we are
0: we, yeah, yeah yeah this is we our just, second we, we did a we yeah. did a test run last week
1: <laughs> yeah test run and it, this is our first real recording and so, we, you said, you know, what is that, you know, thing that Agatha was warning about? And I kind of, like, dismissed it like, oh, I don't know, who cares? But rewatching the finale, and then watching the making of, they really give some emphasis on Agatha's final line as Agatha herself, rather than uh, mind-controlled Agatha. Mm-hmm. That whole... Wanda, you don't know what you've unleashed. You need my help.
0: And Yeah, and and then she says, "I I'll, I'll know where to find you."
1: Exactly. So that kind of made me feel like, I don't know, I don't want to say that we'll have another Marvel like Avengers movie that's going to be focused on Wanda's villain. Cuz that's not really what the Avenger movies are about. There's usually Mm -hmm. a central villain for those. In the first Avengers, it was Loki slash the Chitauri, which, even though that's kind of Thor's villain, it was still a central villain against the world, which the Avengers come together to fight. Age of Ultron. Ultron, which was created by Tony Stark and Banner, but still, it was something that they... As as an individual team, they had to work together to beat something like this, which it might be Mephisto, it might be Chithon, uh God of Chaos, it might be who the hell knows what else, but whatever it is, it would be probably in the next uh, Scarlet Witch movie, or Scarlet Witch TV show, or whatever they decide to do with her character after multiverse of madness. Okay. Especially with like cuz when when you do have like Doctor Strange as the title character, you want that yeah. to be a villain that's more Doctor Strange focus. Baron Mordo. That's a good one because he's tied into Doctor Strange's story. He wants to um Get rid of the wizards, that's his big thing. Or too many sorcerers, whatever whatever he says at the end of Doctor Strange. Um, yeah, I, I, I just think Chthon is going to be that villain that we see in Wanda's next movie, where she's by herself. Or the yeah. next TV show, who
0: knows. I mean, I definitely think... I've seen a lot of things on like Twitter and Reddit where people have been being like, Oh, Wanda Max or The Scarlet Witch in the Multiverse of Madness, like saying that's what the uh, title actually should be. And I think it's just because of how much hype WandaVision has got because it's the first Marvel we've had in over a year. And now everyone's just like, ah, oh, you know, we have to like this is this is what we have now and it has to be Wanda, like throughout the rest of, you know, these next five MCU movies and it's like well, Wanda Vision wasn't even going to be the first thing released.
1: No, it was going to be Falcon, which is next week's yep. episode. Um, yeah, I don't know if you're ready to start talking about that.
0: No, no, <laughs> we'll save that. To, we'll save that till the end. We can talk about our thoughts okay. for that. Great, um, but like, but yeah, I, I, I think Wanda. We Wanda will obviously play a role in the multiverse of madness. Mm-hmm. I don't think they will get into a lot of what happens i guess between now and then for her i think which is fine
1: i think we'll get allusions to that
0: yeah allusions, I mean, allusions as in, but i not yeah. not we're not going to get a like cuz i was saying last week that i wanted a you know wanda series part 2 where it goes into her learning her magic i don't think we're going to get anything like that in uh, Multiverse of Madness. I think it's just going to straight up be, you know, you get allusions to seeing what she's learned over the time. And that being whether she's even... the villain, a micro-villain even, or a actually being on Doctor Strange's side. Which I can see all three things happening and I, I, I honestly don't even have a preference for what I guess her role is in Multiverse of Madness other than I'm just excited for it to come out. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Well, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Wanda... So we know a lot about the next Spider-Man. Which is the next... Well, I want to say it's the next film that goes into Multiverse of Madness. But really, Mm -hmm. we've been told Loki kind of also drives that Multiverse of Madness plot thread. Mm -hmm.
0: But I don't
1: think... Wanda has anything to do with Loki at all? I think.
0: I don't think so be, either.
1: I think there might be a character that'll get like introduced in Loki that we then see in Multiverse of Madness that deals with Wanda. But again, I don't think we'll see Wanda, you know, casting spells with Loki as Loki deceives. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, Spider-Man though is that next film. Yeah. And. What I think we will see is Wanda experimenting with a dark hole, experimenting with the spells and magic in that thing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and that's kind of why Spider-Man is getting thrown across the multiverse, um, where he sees other versions of Spider-Man, and why we know that. Benedict Cumberbatch is going to play a role in Spider-Man No Way Home.
0: That's Doctor Strange, correct? Yes. Okay. Sorry. I don't know actors that well.
1: Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch is uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, Benedict Wong is Wong.
0: They have the same first name. They do.
1: And Benedict Wong plays the character Wong. Which I love okay. so much.
0: And what about eggs Benedict? Where does that play into all this?
1: Eggs Benedict? Yeah. It's probably what the the Benedict gang eats for breakfast.
0: Oh, okay, I see, I see. I'm on check. Alright. So we
1: got Eggs Benedict eaten by Benedict Cumberbatch and Benedict Wong.
0: We clear? Nice. Yep. All <laughs> good. And that's the episode no. <laughs>
1: There we go. Title right there Eggs Benedict with WandaVision.
0: Eggs Benedict <laughs> with WandaVision. <sighs> yeah. So Man. The the crazy thing I didn't know also was how Vision had to be blue for the black and white. That Wanda was scenes.
1: insane. I that, that was, makes that a really lot cool. of sense. Um Yeah. I know red red's a very weird color, especially with television. Um, mm-hmm. The one thing along with like some of that background stuff, uh, not trying to throw away your point, but like they, they talked a lot in the making of WandaVision about, you know, trying to be authentic, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to call her Scarlett Johansson because uh, Wanda Maximoff has scarlet hair and she's the Scarlet Witch. But no, that's a Black Widow's character. Um, Elizabeth Olsen. She, you know, was talking about you know at the I think it was like in the first ten minutes of the documentary, like you know, she had like a corset on that made her uh, have great posture. Yeah. And then um, she was like, "Oh, it want, makes me want to walk like this and move my hips like this," and. Paul Bettany was like, "I feel the same thing with my butt, because I guess he had something on his butt that's." Well, I mean,
0: like he like it would hit his butt during that shot, and he was like, <laughs> it, "It didn't sound like human flesh he was hitting." So I don't know. What oh yeah, no, was I it felt
1: like there was like um a, I guess that there was like some sort of suspenders or maybe he was wearing a corset too. I I think he's got a he great figure though.
0: Something. I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't I don't want to know. Um I want to know. Yeah. Like And this... then well then we had Bethany is is it Bethany Joe? Is that her? Who? Bessie Joe? The Wh- that, that, that 70 show mom. Mrs. Hart. Oh.
1: Ye- I don't know her name.
0: Um I But she she was just talking about how she loved that she could she got to wear that style of clothing because it fits her figure so well. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I have a waist. I don't I, – I'm I'm short. I don't have anything else, you know. I have um, a waist,
1: yeah. And the thing that I loved from her, if we want to, like, talk about her, she didn't seem like she was a fan of Marvel. Like, it was her kids who were fans.
0: Mm-hmm. And then – It was, like, her great-nephew, I think, or something. Yeah. That was, like – I will never talk to you again if you don't take this job. And she was like, well, I guess I'll take it.
1: <laughs> and and the thing that, like, I loved about it was, even though, like, she was a little dis... I, I don't want to say she was disinterested. I think, unlike Elizabeth Olsen, who is reading the comics of Scarlet Witch to understand the character, like, look at some of the interviews that she did for Age of Ultron. Like, she was... She basically said the exact same plot in, like, I don't know how many years ago it was with Age of Ultron. She was like, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be crazy if Wanda has these two kids and everyone's telling her they're not real and she has to deal with that shit? Yeah. And that was during Age of Ultron. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, Mrs. Hart, she, her actress... Was very interested in some of the new technology she could, she got to use the one where they did like a full body scan for some mm-hmm. CG effects, which I'm assuming was during the final scene where Wanda kind of does her anguish cry and silences everyone and starts mm-hmm. choking them out. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely for I, there. I think it
1: was there because I don't I don't know where else they would have done it.
0: Yeah, I I mean that, that it had to have been there, right? I, I mean, I don't know. More than likely was there. Um, but, yeah, that was, it was super neat to see her in there because, you know, I only know her from that 70s show, um, which is, you know, a great sitcom in itself. So it's like, you know, if she's getting to do two sitcoms. You know, if she's keeping that line of sitcoms. Um, yeah. Which is pretty great.
1: The other character that I loved listening to was Monica Rambeau's actress. Mm-hmm. She was so, she was like excited to do the audition, and then you know, she was like I can't like take any of these you know, because she's an actress, professional actress, so you know, they they have to learn to have thick skin where if they don't get the role, it's because it's not for them. Yeah. Um, but like, she sounded so excited when she was like, I wonder if this was Monica Rambeau, and then when she heard what her part was and who she was. She said she could, like, jump off the stairs and fly.
0: Yeah, Um, that was pretty great. I
1: love it. And it just shows that she, like... Just like, I think every major actor in the MCU has this love and attachment to the characters. And that's why the MCU has succeeded so well compared to, like, the Fox counterparts. I don't know if you saw this, Andrew, but... Uh, the directors for, like, the X-Men movies didn't allow them to have comic books on set or in the trailers.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. In fact, the first time that uh, Hugh Jackman, who plays Wolverine... You know who I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: just want to make sure. You say you don't know actors.
0: I, I, I know, like, actors that or obvious, I guess. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Okay. That's very vague. But, but, I'm sure that'll come but to bite you in the know, butt again.
0: I don't know. Eggs Benedict.
1: That's okay. You
0: Eggs Benedict Cumberbatch. He,
1: he played Sherlock in the show Sherlock.
0: Well, I never saw that show.
1: Well, it's a good show. We're not here to talk that. We're here to talk about Marvel. <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. um, the first time that, like uh Hugh Jackman was able to look at a Wolverine comic was when he went out to lunch with Kevin Feige and Kevin Feige said uh, said oh come by my office and they started you know just talking about Wolverine and they were having fun and he gets his office and Hugh Jackman was like there's wall to wall just comic book stuff and nerdy uh just everything You could see Captain America shield and this and that he has such a love for the comics and the authenticity then he gave me a whole bunch of comics to take home and read and this was before the fox acquisition so like it's one of those things where i i can understand why like the, the directors of x-men wanted to not have that the comics there they wanted to tell their own story and have the actors come up with their own interpretations of these characters. But yeah. you lose something from that. You make it feel too serious. Whereas, we're seeing with the MCU, these are characters that, or actors that take the role seriously. Take the source material, make it their own. Which is what a great actor does then on top of that, you have directors who understand that fine line between serious and kind of lighthearted goofiness. Like, uh, during Age of Ultron. I keep talking about that one. That's just because it's kind of fresh in my mind right now. I don't know why. But like, in Age of Ultron, you have one scene where all the Avengers are sitting around. Thor's got his hammer on the table. They're all drinking and they're all like, "So whoever picks up the hammer gets to uh, have your powers and rule all of Asgard." I'll do it. And then they all start trying to pick up the hammers. Captain America succeeds, but his he's humble enough to just keep it on the table.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Which that that that's a hot take that I don't I don't feel like I've really even seen anybody say anything about? Well, the
1: Russo but, brothers did.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. They
1: said that... Thor, I just know
0: we've talked about that. So
1: Yeah, Captain America was always worthy, according to the Russo brothers. That he didn't pick it up because it, he didn't want to hurt Thor's ego because he got mm-hmm. a big one of those. Um, and that he only picked it up in Endgame because he had to. There was no other option at that point. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, they go from the scene where it's very lighthearted, goofy, everyone's trying to pick up the hammer, to then James Spader coming out as Ultron, and everyone's super serious and they're like, What are you doing? Wait, who is this? Wait, this is Ultron? This is what you made, Tony? Great. And they have to fight robots because they, they were attacked.
0: <laughs> yeah. Man, that's a... Having rewatched a lot of Marvel movies this past week, that's... I think Age of Ultron is considerably one of the least liked Marvel movies. Yeah. Not that it's bad, but it's like, you know, everyone's like, eh, it's not great. Well, there's a l- I completely disagree. It, every time I've rewatched it, I'm, that and Winter Soldier have gone up in my rankings. Dramatically. Well, especially the past three months.
1: Winter Soldier is one of those movies that is... You could take out the superheroes. Right? All that superhero plot. And still have a great movie. For sure. Just like Logan... You take away the fact that Wolverine has superpowers and you still have a great movie there. It's not dependent on knowing this that or another thing. It's just solid filmmaking, which is why you know those two movies, Winter Soldier and Logan can stand the test of time. Like we look we can pro- I'm sure if we go 10 years into the future, we'll look back and be like, "Oh, some of these movies are not great, but we still have this. Still, we'll still say Winter Soldier's very solid of a movie because it's got a timely, timeless message, even though it's in a period-specific time. Mm-hmm. But Age of Ultron, though, that one is a very weird movie, and i I'm. I'm going to disagree with you on it i i think it's okay i don't think it's great i don't think it's terrible i think it had a lot of fan service and that was mostly because joss whedon was already told he was no longer going to direct any more avenger movies
0: Mhm.
1: which i think was a great move for marvel
0: <laughs> yeah uh,
1: um i think making getting a little bit more you know diversification um, of their directing crew has helped the MCU flourish into what it is today.
0: Oh,
1: 100%. Also, I've, I've heard some pretty not good things about Joss Whedon recently. Like, not good stuff. <laughs> so that's probably why they got rid of him. <laughs> I don't want to go into that, though, it's a, because I might be wrong about stuff, and I don't want to be calling out Joss Whedon for something that I'm not even 100% sure of.
0: It's okay, he's never going to listen to our podcast.
1: Well, that's true, but someone might be like, hey, those two brothers, they're talking about you. Send them a cease and desist. I don't want that.
0: Yeah. But yeah, so it's crazy how I, WandaVision, I think, has really... I'm kind of glad that it's it was the first thing we got after, um, you know, a year without Marvel. Because I think, you know, it's kind of... Endgame did such a good job of taking its viewers back through Marvel in a journey. Like, by going back to, you know the Avengers Complex in 2012 by going back to 2013 with Thor Dark World by going back to um was that 2014 Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, same. I thought it was 2013 Whatever it, it might have been. Um but you know just like going back to seeing these nostalgic moments in movies um just was phenomenal and I think I feel like WandaVision kind of carried that on because it brought this, I guess, curiosity of Wanda. And, I mean, that's, like, I guess one of the main reasons I I view Age of Ultron so much better is because I've gone back and watched it because of WandaVision. Wanting to see things about Wanda. Like, okay, what was she able to do? Like, you know, uh, and, and we get that callback when we are learning about, you know, Wanda's passing. Is that Seb, episode 7?
1: Episode... Eight is where eight, we learn. Eight, about eight her right. Past. Yeah.
0: Week week seven, episode eight. Um, where, you know, we're just going through all of her past and it just felt very endgame esque because of how everything was happening. You know, just I guess the whole looking back at the past type stuff. So So yeah, I yeah. I
1: that makes it a great show. Something that can give you further clarification and exposure to a character and it make another film that this character was already present in, better. Yeah. Like, I, And I'm going to get on to something that you probably haven't watched yet. Have you seen Star Wars Clone Wars?
0: Uh, I did when I was a little kid and it was on Cartoon Network.
1: Okay. So you probably don't remember the, all the like intricacies and really well crafted details that they did with that show. So much so that it made Ernakin go from a whiny dickhead in episode two and three Mm -hmm. to like this tortured character that after watching all of Clone Wars, you then go into Revenge of the Sith and be like, Oh my god, this is so sad. That's it's the same thing with like WandaVision. I can I'll go back and watch Age of Ultron. I'll go back and watch Infinity War and there's going to be moments that hit differently now. Like the last moment that we see Vision in like his human disguise before um the black order come down and start trying to kill and take the Infinity Stone from Vision. Mm-hmm. Um he was about to suggest to Wanda that they go to um, Westview, New Jersey, so that way they can start a life together. Because he yeah, thinks so, it can work.
0: Hold on, let, let's, let's talk about that. So, I've seen a lot of people on Reddit say that Hayward put that note, or that deed, in Wanda's car. I completely disagree
1: I, I, I disagree that, with that, That too.
0: was one, because, I mean, he even said, uh, what is it, um, a place for us to grow old in, mm-hmm. like Love V or something. Like, I don't think Hayward, as bad of a human as he is for shooting at kids, mind you. Yeah, he's a terrible he, he, person. He just, like, he, he's not a good person. But, I don't think he's that smart. To be able to be like, ah, I'm going to do this to have Wanda I, go have, like, he doesn't know that Wanda can create this entire town to bring Vision back.
1: No, he but, didn't know that. So. He also, I, so, I think, here's my theory on Hayward, because now we're going to talk about him.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Um, so Hayward is this guy, no, sh- like, let's just look at him as a character. He was probably like some high-level director, um, next in line for for the seat at leading sword. Uh, mm-hmm. Maria Rambo dies, and he takes the spot. Um, had halfway through the blip. Right, mm-hmm. so he's like, okay, Maria really wanted people to go to space. I disagree. We have Vision's body. We need to reanimate it. We need this weapon as the United States of America, and for the people, so that way we can take on any threat out there, whether it's domestic, whether it's uh, super, whether it's uh, alien, whatever it is, we'll have a weapon that we can use to defend ourselves.
0: So, with all that, I I think Hayward let. Uh... Maria, that's Monica's mom, yeah, I yes. think he let Maria die. Because, think of it, we don't have anybody, because uh, the only other people who are in touch with uh, Captain Marvel is... Um, Nick Fury. Well, N- Nick Fury, but he was blipped. And then you have um, the Avengers who are left. You know, yeah. really, it's just... Uh, the Corsics. Black Widow. Like who's kind of running everything here? Mm-hmm. So I don't think they were even like because th- we didn't know anything about sword when watching Endgame. So she, Black Widow, had no I guess relationship to sword. No. So I think Hayward knew that he probably could have reached out to Captain Marvel to with you know this cancer that was going on with Maria. I don't know if Captain Marvel could have done anything necessarily. You well, know, I, I mean, I really don't know. That because goes the, back the, to the, can, the cancer is from her going and being exposed from to the Tesseract, correct?
1: I don't know. Okay. I I like it'd be weird if that's what causes it, because Nick Fury was in like the same boat. Why didn't he get cancer? Okay. I I mean, yeah, it, it's a good theory, but like. Well, Nick was also, in all those other situations, and he did tons of other stuff with the
0: Avengers. But then we also see Monica and her relationship with Captain Marvel. Like She's just like, I don't want to talk about her. Right. And it's like, well, couldn't um, Hayward have just reached out to Captain Marvel and been like, hey, your best friend is dying right now. You need to come see her.
1: I don't you think know. so. Here, here's my thinking with that. Captain Marvel did not trust the people of Earth. The people she trusted, like when she got Fury. all her memory back. Yeah, she trusted Fury. She trusted... Scrolls. She trusted Talos and his crew. And she trusted um, Maria. When Maria's mm-hmm. dying, Maria, one, didn't have any way to get in touch with Captain Marvel right mhm two like maria also had like this i i almost wanted to say a business to run but it's kind of like that she had stuff that she had to do and i i i'm positive she spent her dying days still working at sword trying to make sure that hayward could not do as much damage as he could yeah like I I'd think it she didn't trust him. That's why she had a provision out there that would allow people who were blipped and worked for Sword to come back. She was very forward thinking and hopeful. She knew that her time was coming.
0: And I'm sure and she knew Monica was gonna come back.
1: Exactly. She knew that Captain Marvel, the Avengers, someone would fix this. She wasn't sure who, but she knew that someone would.
0: So kind of on the Captain Marvel only trusting, you know, pretty much scrolls Fury as the only people from Earth. Mhm. Scrolls have been around. Yeah. And so I'm just trying to think of who has been a scroll this whole time. Cuz so we oh, see at the man. end of Spider-Man far from home. That Fury and is it Agent Hill?
1: Yep, Maria Hill. Yeah,
0: that that they were both scrolls.
1: Well, they were only scrolls for but, that movie. Yeah, yeah.
0: But could Agent Hill have been a scroll this whole time? I don't think so. I
1: Here here's the thing. And like we we can speculate all we want, Andrew. Mm-hmm. But the the thing about the scrolls, especially in the comics, is they are a conquering race, based on deception, they make you yes. question who your friends are,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and with that, but, they...
0: yeah, the, but the MCU has changed that to where the scrolls are. At least the scrolls that we currently are working with and see, because there's it's uh, we don't know for sure that these are the only scrolls in the entire universe.
1: Well, I mean, just like with everyone, like. Look at the Kree's. We yeah. see in um. In Guardians of the Galaxy, there is a faction of Kree warriors, that are very militaristic and want to conquer the galaxy, but there's also the actual Kree. Um. Civilization that is, not trying to cause war with the Xandarians. Yeah. With the Nova
0: Corps. And- and the people like uh, Doctor. Oh, come on! I can think of it. The 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 lady in Captain Marvel. Pegasus, boom. Figured oh,
1: Captain Marvel.
0: Yeah, Captain Marvel. Pegasus.
1: I mean, yeah. There there are there are people like it's just like with humans. They're good humans and bad humans. Mm -hmm. I mean, mine's pretty great in a lot of places. If you think what you're doing is good, then you perceive yourself as the good guy. Whereas, Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of people who would do something bad and say, I'm a bad guy and this is why I do it. And that's part of the reason also why MCU's great is because they have these characters that believe that they're doing something right.
0: Yeah, I mean, every villain, I would say to the most part, believed that, like, so, uh, like, Thanos had this vision, Oh yeah. you know, but it just was poorly executed. Honestly, Wanda had this vision of, um, Westview, and it was poorly executed. I mean, whether or not, you know, she obviously didn't, when it originally happened, she didn't really understand, but then it got to a point where she understood what was going on, and she was like, oh, this is our home, and... So
1: I mean the, yeah. I can think of a few that are just evil.
0: Like uh, Dormammu.
1: Dormammu, yeah. He was just big bad evil guy.
0: Uh, uh the guy from the first uh Iron Man. Iron Man. Yep. Yep. Obadiah.
1: He is evil. Um Ultron? Ultron had a vision. Yeah. Ultron, but... He, he's weird, because he's a robot. But he was Ultron programmed... Ultron
0: had a vision, but he knew, and Wanda knew, that his vision was kill everybody because, oh, well, they're not going to conform to how I want it to be. Well,
1: kind of. His vision was that the humanity is the virus of Earth. So I need to correct that to protect Earth by... Restarting the world as people like me.
0: He was going to completely destroy Earth, though. By dropping Sokovia. No, he wasn't wasn't going to
1: destroy Earth. It wasn't going to, like, shatter Earth and make it like uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where, you know, the Earth is just half-destroyed and people have to live underground now. That's not what his plan was. His plan was... To basically terraform Earth, kill all life on it so only something that can't eat, doesn't need to breathe, and is made of mostly metal can survive. A synthesoid like Ultron,
0: like uh,
1: Vision. That was his plan.
0: I don't know, if all of Sokovia dropped on the Earth, the Earth would have disappeared. I'm look, I'm Googling that. If Sokovia fell, would Earth have vanished? I don't know if that's even the best way to. Would Sokovia really destroy Earth if it hit the ground? Uh-huh. This is what we want. What'd you find? Uh, there'd still be an Earth. Humans just couldn't live on it.
1: I was Fuck right. Fuck you. Hey. <laughs>
0: Hold on, but hold on. I have to read this. The impact it's, would be akin to one extinction tier meteor hits that happened. Yeah. But, but that doesn't make sense in the, my opinion. Like what, what is killing everything?
1: The So
0: first off, Andrew, think of the dinosaurs. But well, well, like no no no, I get that. Like but like
1: the impact is the
0: earth, right? And and what what is the thing that kills everything?
1: One a whole lot of dust gets into the atmosphere. Blocking okay. out the sun, plants can no longer photosynthesize.
0: Okay, so it's not an immediate like global extinction. It's a
1: well, depends. Gotcha. It depends. It, uh, the impact would destroy a certain radius, right? Yeah, there would be a crater.
0: Yeah, but you're literally saying everything that this Reddit post is saying. It makes sense.
1: Because I took basic, I want to say biology.
0: <laughs> yeah, I took music. Um, I know but you did. They they actually they put something that it like we could kind of talk about. Wakanda would Wakanda have been destroyed? Yeah. Like, and how long? But Wakanda is so protected. So like, it's. I feel like Wakanda would have been able to last long enough.
1: So. Th- they and still need sunlight. Like, even though they've got that dome around themselves, sure, mm-hmm. the air would be, would probably be purified. Mm-hmm. But you're still lo- losing out on plants for food. And if the plants go, then um, the, the animals die. And if the animals die, then we have no food. If we have no food, humans die. It's the circle of life, and it dooms us all.
0: Yeah. All right, well, <laughs> you win this round, Sparky.
1: Sparky didn't win any round, let's be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, so, speaking of Sparky, I remember we when Sparky first showed up on mm-hmm. that episode, and we talked about it, we, because we were, we were trying to say that everybody is trying to get out of Westview, um... And, like, get out of this curse. And that Sparky's first thing he tried to do was to kill himself by being electrocuted. Yep. Um, now, I kind of disagree with that now. I think that's just... Like, Sparky was created, obviously, by uh, Agatha. Mm-hmm. Like, she, she used magic to make Sparky. And just, you know, ha- trying to traumatize those kids and to just have more control within everything. Um, So I think the whole Sparky going to the spark, like to the outlet to, you know, that was just to get the kids to be like, oh, well, name him Sparky type thing. I mean, more playful rather than, oh, this living being because it was I guess it wasn't actually it was it it was living in the same sense that Tommy and Billy are living, which is I don't know about that question mark.
1: Well, here's the thing. If we both... Do you agree that Sparky was created by Agatha? Yes. Okay. So Agatha is a trained witch. Unlike Mm. Scarlet Witch, who kind of is just throwing magic, doing whatever she wants. We saw Agatha do... uh, Transform like a... uh, A bug that she had in her lair into a bird.
0: Yeah, so it could have been as simple as that.
1: Yeah, it was, uh, I want to say a transfiguration
0: spell. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean. That's fair. Sparky was real. Sparky. F-
1: sure. Uh, I.
0: He originally was just a bug. But then he, uh. He was a firefly. That's why he's named Sparky.
1: There you go. New can.
0: 100%. Yep. <laughs> the life of Sparky. Ugh. Alright, do you have any more WandaVision things you want to talk about or you wanna get into some Falcon and Winter Soldier? I
1: wanna talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier! I'm excited for this uh, one.
0: I've not I need to rewatch the trailer. I should have done that before this oh. recording this. Um but man, I am I'm just excited to see what it's going to be. So obviously it's gonna be some kind of like spy thriller where we're kind of seeing the Oh. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. um, Where we're seeing the relationship of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And they're, you know, kind of who's going to lead the Avengers next type thing. Mm. Because Falcon does not feel like he's um, worthy of the shield. And worthy of being the next Captain America. So I think this is going to be a big, you know, um, just kind of seeing the relationship of the two and how they knew um, Steve Rogers and how that is kind of, like, not even the loss of Steve, because, you know, he could, Steve could still be alive, right? So I'm going to burst your
1: bubble right now. The Um. Some of the early, like, images that we're seeing of the the show that have been released to the public... Show Sam in a black suit. Yeah. Over a coffin. With Captain America's shield. Okay. You know what that means, right?
0: Uh, that means that, um, they buried, uh, Scarlett Johansson.
1: No. The. More likely... (laughs) More likely, it's a... Cap died. Yeah, it's the funeral for Captain America. So, So... Yeah. So I... I get how you think it might be like a spy thriller. I think it's going to be more like a buddy cop show. Yeah. Where they are these two very serious individuals that have a very serious problem that they need to fix. But they are going to joke around with each other. Um,
0: oh, I do not think there's going to be much joking.
1: Oh, there is. Andrew, do you not remember?
0: Well, well I mean, I, I think... I. Sorry, I, I I, think there will be joking for the audience, but not joking with each other.
1: Oh, there's going to be joking for the audience. Watch, there, there, There's a trailer that I watched and I saw it for the first time like a couple days ago while watching something on Hulu. And it was literally um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier in, like, broad daylight. Hi, Gwen Stacy. Sorry, my cat is trying to say hi to me. Um, anyway, the two are um, are in broad daylight, and they're like, no, this is one of the big threes, you no? Know? Monster, alien, wizard. Wait, wizards. We don't have wizards. Yeah. Dr. Strange. No, no, no. Those are sorcerers. No. What is a wizard but a sorcerer without a hat? Or with a hat? Something like that. It's hilarious.
0: Okay. I mean, but I mean, I'm trying to think of I guess like the the total plot like cuz we see Agent Carter, which mm-hmm. I know I I I call her Agent Carter just cuz I'm she is an agent and she is a Carter. But agent she's not 13's the agent better. Carter.
1: Agent 13 yeah. is her actual title.
0: And the then comics. that's fine. And I'm just probably going to refer to her as Agent Carter. But we see the three of them in like what I remember from some of the trailers, but you know, we see that it, there's the scene where um uh, Sam and uh Bucky are in like a plane and Sam's like, well, what's the plan? And Bucky's like, well, I have a plan. And then he jumps out of the plane.
1: Switch those like, two around and
0: you'd be right. Oh, is that what it was?
1: Yeah, because Falcon didn't have a parachute because he's always got his uh, yeah. suit. So Bucky says, what's the plan? Falcon says, I have a plan. Jumps out. He's like, oh.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, there's obviously tension between the two because, like, it- like that—that's what I'm trying to get to. I, I think we're going to see the tension between these two, and because they're going to be working with Agent Carter, that's like I think it's going to be a buddy cop spy thriller. Okay, like, I, I agree with your buddy copness, like definitely. But I think that's kind of it's gonna it's gonna have these spy moments, and like I don't even know if spy is the right word, um, but it's just gonna be very. I think it's gonna be a lot more action packed than uh, Wandavision.
1: You're yeah. right there.
0: Um Which is very I'm very excited for it because I, I like action. I
1: think so I I think I know what the plot of the show is going to be. And I want to hear your thoughts
0: first. Mm-hmm. As in like what I think the plot of the show is yeah. gonna be.
1: What what is like if you had to give me one sentence to say this is what the plot is, what is it?
0: Uh maybe two sentences. S- Sam learning how to, I guess the two of them coping, not even coping, just under like we'd be going through what happens after Cap passes, and then Sam growing and learning to be the leader of, you know, the next Avengers people. Okay. Whether that's the Young Avengers, I don't even know if that's a thing that, that he is a, thing. is a leader of. Well,
1: he's not really a leader um, of
0: the Young Avengers. But, I mean, I, I think that Sam is going to become this next leading figure. Like, and, and take the role of Captain America.
1: Mm-hmm. So you are you are right in the, that sense. It is going to be about Sam agreeing to become Captain America. Because in the comics, Sam, when Captain America passes, he gets told that he's going to be the next Captain America. He doesn't take it. And in the comics, he gives Captain America a shield to U.S. Agent. U.S. Agent is this kind of failed experiment at, like, the Captain Mm -hmm. America super soldier. Um, but he looks very similar to Captain America, and he takes on the mantle. Thing is, though, he's not as righteous as Captain America. Um, so then he has to fight Baron Zemo and, um, or Falcon has to fight Baron Zemo and the uh, the the US agent and then comes to terms with I am Captain America and I think that's the storyline we're going to get it's going to be very cut dry, I mean cut and dry as in like WandaVision we had all this mystery who did it, where are we is this real, is this fake this is going to be more so Exactly what we see is what we get. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very grounded. Um, I'm sure we're going to see some superpowered something or another, uh, something yeah. that's very sci-fi esque. But it's going to be treated like it's a Captain America film, where, like, look at the three Captain America films. First one, World War Two, can't get more grounded than that. Mm-hmm. Second one. Um, the innocent before uh, proven guilty issue. Um, fighting against these criminals who are trying to uh, upend democracy and make it their own. Hydra, basically. Mm-hmm. Very grounded still. We're still not talking about things that are outside of Earth. Mm-hmm. Captain America 3, Civil War. It's more about that fight between... Uh, Government control and not control. Do you trust these heroes? Grounded. Sure, we have these superpowered heroes fighting each other, but in the end, it's a conflict of ideals that becomes yeah. a conflict of, uh, you killed my mother. Uh, still, really grounded stuff there. Uh, it's not about, oh man, this person is trying to destroy the world. I mean, you can make that argument for the Red Skull, but, like, it's World War II! <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, it's it's very much, I, I agree that we're going to have a very grounded show, and it's not going to be filled with these twists and turns like WandaVision was. Yeah. Uh, which is, I am which makes sense why it was going to be the first thing we got originally. Yeah, something you know, that's very... I don't, I don't think Marvel was wanting to necessarily throw everyone into this, what... Is happening type thing. I mean I'm kind of glad they did. Because I loved how WandaVision turned out. Um, yeah. I. But yeah.
1: I think that. Especially like. This is going to be. Uh, buttered toast. It's. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves buttered toast. It fills you up. It's a nice staple. You can have it with
0: anything. But it can't be cut. Triangles.
1: I mean, that's Fury's thing. Yeah. Um, but it's it's one of those things where like it's going to be nice and simple and that's okay. They wanted to give us something that wasn't too crazy. Um, and I'm I'm all for it. I want something after the roller coaster of emotions that WandaVision put me on, I kinda just want something that's kind of going to have just punching, guns, firing, um, having to deal with, oh man, this is the bad guy, here is his base, we can't attack them for, uh, head on, err, uh, kind of thing.
0: And also, like, I don't think we're going to have as much speculation week to week. No. I mean, there still will be, but I don't think it's going to be like a, like we're left on a cliffhanger every single it's episode. It's not
1: going to be like, wait... Is Sharon Carter, Mephisto?
0: Yeah, no, we're definitely. Hmm. Oh man, I saw this meme, and it was uh, it was like Falcon and Winter Soldier, but and it, it was, was like circling Mephisto? all the, the things, oh. all the letters, but flipping the W upside down, and it was like Mephisto confirmed, but it was Mephisto with an F too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, I Fantastic. saw one where it was Mephisto and the Winter Mephisto. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Um, no, we're not going to get that, though, because it's going to be grounded. Um, yeah. So, w- I mean, you're kind of the one that asks questions. But I want to ask a question to you, Andrew. Mm-hmm. What are you going to watch to prepare for this?
0: Yes, I was just about to get into that. So, um, obviously, I think so. I think today, after this, I'm going to go make some food. Good. And I'm going to see what my roommate's doing, and I think I'm going to be like, Hey, let's watch uh, *Winter Soldier* because I just really want to watch the movie again right now. Um, but know. I think I'm gonna watch uh, *Captain America*. Okay. And I'm I'm gonna do this all the week. I guess I'll probably I I still I'll count out how many movies and then probably tell you guys my schedule. Uh, so we'll do *Captain America*, *Captain America* and *The Winter Soldier*, uh, *Civil War*. Um. Mm-hmm. Then. I think Infinity War Endgame. I think that's really all I'm going to do. Okay. Cuz it's not that's not too much. But I, I I think that's everything that involves Bucky and Sam.
1: Yeah. So, if you're like me and you've got a lot you don't have a lot of time on your hands. Um I'm going to recommend that you go watch on Disney Plus uh Marvel Legacy. It's mm. it gives you like I watched them all this morning, and it gave me just a nice quick refresher of like where everyone was. Uh, it, they did four for um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They had one for Falcon, one for the Winter Soldier, one for Sharon Carter, and one for Zemo.
0: Who is Zemo? I, I'm sorry, I feel like an idiot. The Oops, villain, That name does not ring a bell.
1: The villain of uh, Civil War. The one who listens, um, who like,
0: uh, oh, who brings Bucky back into yeah, who who then is like, uh,
1: freight car homecoming.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to I try. I never, I never knew his name.
1: Yeah, Baron Zemo. Um, uh, I mean, he he also didn't, in Civil War he didn't have his iconic purple mask look. We're gonna get that. In Falcon and the Winter Soldier,
0: though. Oh, he's still alive?
1: Yeah, they didn't kill him. He wanted to kill himself, but at the very end, uh, T'Challa was like, "Uh, you're not going to die because the living's not done with you yet. And then he ends up going into uh, the prison that Bucky was in. Um, Captain Ross was like, or Commander Ross, whatever the hell his name is, was like, uh, you touch the Uh, Glass, Zap.
0: Yeah, yeah, the place where they put everybody who broke the Sokovia Accords.
1: Well, he wasn't in the raft. No. Um.
0: No? No, he
1: was just in that, that German, uh, holding cell.
0: Oh, like the, oh, the thing that Bucky, I, yes, now I'm remembering. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, so he must have gotten out, whether it was during the, the, the snap or,
0: ooh, maybe he oh, was snapped. He, oh, he was probably snapped, and then he came back and wasn't in that because.
1: Well, he he wouldn't why would be, it be there. It,
0: yeah. Oh, or, that'll be super cool if they show that.
1: Oh yeah, I I think they will. Um, but we'll we'll see. I, the Marvel leg-
0: Legacy though is just a
1: really nice quick. I think the longest one was Falcons with like seven minutes.
0: Yeah, I I remember watching it for Wanda and Vision, and maybe it's just I I, I guess I was just underwhelmed by them because I, I I guess I expected more.
1: It's a quick um, refresher. It's like um yeah, it's like a wine cooler. It's just nice and refreshing.
0: Hmm. But yeah, yeah, it's uh. What? Hmm? What? Hmm? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that, That's all I've got. Do you have anything?
1: Nah, I'm ready.
0: Awesome. Well, this has been uh, Creech and John in the Marvel Super Awesome Super Show. Uh, we'll be back next week with uh, our first uh, glance at Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, are we getting two episodes, actually? Nope. Or one are we episode. just get, okay, just one. One episode. Okay. But it's an and hour long. Or yeah.
1: 40 to an hour. Something like that.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah. Uh, it's been good. And, uh, we'll catch you all next week.
1: See ya!